0: Welcome to Perceptions Today podcast, where we discuss consciousness in all forms. April 2022, episode 22, Arun Voot joins us to discuss The Spirit in the Sky, part 2 of 3. Arun Voot is a passionate researcher, along with being an author of The Spirit in the Sky, Ancient Cosmological Gods and Where in the World We Find Them, DMT, Deities, Myths and Tryptamines, and also Devolution Cycle.
1: Again, there's <laughs> I was just saying to Trent a moment ago I mean there's, there's there's something that I could say that I wish I could say I wish I had this next publication out there at the moment and then I could wax lyrical about my new findings which kind of almost you
0: can always highlight come back. and
1: highlight yeah there's no doubt I'll be doing that and I thank you for the invitation um, but to cut a very long story short prior to my own investigations and research into um, ancient religion ancient mythology um, brain biology um, it, if someone had said to me 10 years ago that I'd be studying brain um, neurology uh, and the like I'd have laughed I mean I, I had no interest whatsoever like almost zero less than zero um, and the same could be said for the bible for
0: this is an instance of the conversation coming up in the roundtable table discussion participants knew it was being recorded
2: I'm writing that down right now uh, cool uh, yeah like um how, th- about that my, my first question myron before the incident were you able to imagine things easily or did you find it to be um, um, difficult or and now afterwards is your ability to imagine things in your mind's eye has it changed is it more um defined is it, it was, is it advanced um, and is that part of that switch that you're experiencing just the ability your abilities to imagine something in your
3: mind's eye before the incident and after it if Are you talking, the incident meaning the coma or the incident going to Zilcon? Uh The coma. Before the coma, everybody told me, <clears throat> my mom, uh, my, my dad, my uncles, whatever, that I was just a normal little boy that played the piano. I liked music, so I started playing around with the piano at a very young age. Uh, I never listened to children's music. I listened to classical music. Even when I was four years old, I was listening to Bach and and Tchaikovsky and things. And, um, um, but I don't remember any of that. Um, That's that got wiped out. So when I came out of the coma, I was not the same person. And everybody described to me how different that I was. I was not, even close to the little boy that that went into the coma, I was darker, more. I was quieter. I was more introverted. Um, the music was still there. Um, now most of the people on, on on this cast probably already know that I. They thought I was demon possessed, so I went through an, to two exorcisms to be because in you know because in uh, in. In the New Testament, it talks about the epileptic uh, being demon possessed, which has been refuted, of course. But uh, so I went through two exorcisms to get rid of the demon, which was epilepsy. But of course, I, the epilepsy never went away. And so, so the the world itself. I'm never confident that what I'm looking at is actually there. Even today, right now in this room that I sit in every day, I posted it online one day. (laughs) I sit and work at this computer every day doing art and the work, this room can move around. The desk can be on the wrong side of the room. The, The couch can be, you know, gone and not here at all. So, the the world itself is not i'm not confident in the world as i as most people would be if they walked into this room they would see the room in a certain configuration but i don't necessarily see that configuration but i know that they see that configuration so i just pretend like i see it and i've done that my whole life um i i did it when i was in Uh, an executive in the telephone business and I did it when I was in the army and I've done it my whole life that I've I've pretended to see things the way other people see them
0: and Oh, sorry. I thought there uh, was a pause there because Shutter Fox obviously is going to come in to ask you a question as well because her hand's up there. So yeah, and
3: sure. Go ahead I just
2: want to. I just want to thank you, Myron. Thank you so much. I'm going to dig into your story a lot more. I'm sorry I was uh, completely ignorant of the, the your the level of amnesia you experienced between pre and post coma. So just thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you.
3: Oh, what, one one thing, if you want to know, uh, on my website there's a book. It's it's called Book. I know that's really shocking. And um, that book is, is called um, The Boy That Nobody Wanted, A, a Journey to Zelkon." And in that book, it's written like a diary. It's about 160 pages. Uh, it's been quoted in quite a few books. Anthony Peake uh, has quoted that my book in three of his books uh, because I didn't hold anything back when I wrote the book, because my spirit guide told me to put it all out there. And so I did, I didn't hold anything back. And so if you want to know about, (laughs) about my experiences, they're all there. And on Facebook, I post the art that I, I post is experiences that I have. And the art is just a record of those experiences. So it's like a, like you're looking at my exposed journal every day that I post a, a work. Uh, some of them are autobiographical, and so they're not metaphysical. But the metaphysical ones are exactly as I saw them. Or at okay, least a-
0: just a quick one, because I forgot to mention at the very beginning that uh, Rich has got a short time up to probably about half past 20 to nine so i just want to make sure that we've got time to answer the questions so i don't know if shadow fox was to myron or to richard so we'll just quickly find that one out and then if people have got questions please put your hands up so i can make sure we can go through them quickly okay
4: yes actually um <laughs> it's i this is really directed towards Richard for the most part because there really is, it's like this elephant that's in the room. And those of us who have had near-death experiences and now there's people who have an opportunity um, to gain that um, awareness that most of us that have experienced Um, near-death experiences. It's just the awareness. And it's like what Myron was saying. We don't see the world the way everyone else does. And I guess one of my questions is, would be, for those who have um, um, taken the DMTs or other natural uh, ingredients, does that awareness uh kind of really stay with you like it does for us as um the experiencers um for these on uh, near death i'm just i'm just really wondering um because it really creates um let's see, it just really creates a better engagement for the discussion around these experiences. I mean, for how long have many of us, you know, whether we tried to um, explain our experiences or if we held back, um, this gives us an opportunity. It's like, here's the elephant in the room. Now we have something as a common um, experience, so to speak to uh, talk about and I'm just wondering if in your experience if um, you've retained um, a greater awareness
0: and just to throw on to that Richard once you've finished bring Alex in because Alex had his hand up
1: certainly, no, certainly.
5: sorry, sorry. I, I pushed the wrong button I just want hello I
1: think we lost
5: him
0: no, he said he pushed the wrong button, but it's nice to hear from you, Alex. We will talk to you afterwards, <laughs> Richard. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, just to touch on that very quickly, um, I, I, I genuinely don't think that anyone in the 21st century today knows what DMT is about. Um, I think that there's a certain profundity, profundity, excuse me, to it that it is that's beyond explanation. Um, but the fact that it permeates the natural world it is it, it's, it's in it's in it's in all animals it's in it's in almost every plant it's inside us um and i think it's very close to being recognized as a neurotransmitter as well um which would go a long way to explaining what it what it's actually doing inside us you know um but the reason i've r- written um the spirit in the sky and deities myth and trip to me is that going back to the the graham hancock-esque lost civilization per se um and and scranton's otherworldly knowledge of 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 dogan pictoglyphs and their cosmology i think that someone somewhere some time ago has worked worked this out you know um and i think it is so hardwired to the human experience that whoever's worked it out has 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 literally built myths and allegories in order to to introduce it to the zeitgeist of future generations of humanity you know it's um it's almost an unanswerable question but when you have the DMT experience per se, trying to verbalize what you've seen and what you've witnessed with any form of clarity, I don't think that we've got the vocabulary at our disposal to to, to actually do that yet. Um, but I think that because it's again, it permeates the natural world. It's 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 here for a reason. There's there's something to this, and I genuinely believe that somebody somewhere a long time ago has 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 worked at least some of it out and they want us to understand or at least look into the complexity of our own brains and our own understanding of consensus reality to try and find out who we are um what reality is and 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 where we're going with it it's um it's a, it's a very, it's a hard, it's a great question that you've given me, but it's it's one that's almost at the moment with the tools that are disposable, it's it's almost impossible to answer, and unfortunately, because researchers like myself and the Hancocks of the world are labelled with a pseudoscientist uh, and the like, we're not being taken um, seriously when it really is. An underlying and fundamental serious matter who are we what is this place where are we going what's next um and i think that 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 dmt may be a precursor to to actually eventually one day answering answering that and so many more questions that that come with the dmt experience
0: that's a good answer now do I believe, Alex, with his hand up that he's got a question? And also, Trent, did you want to talk? Because I know that you were saying in text messages, right, that's good, right. So, Alex, did you want to talk first, and then Alex, uh, Trent afterwards?
5: Yeah, I'll do it backwards, because uh, uh, Richard just answered the questions. I, I, I was, was going to ask what he thinks his books, uh, the books he has written, what the practical what you can use them for practically and uh, I think he answered that just now uh, so I'll, I'll actually answer that other question instead um, uh, so I I think you have to differentiate which psychedelic you're using because I do think they're extremely varied and different and uh, they do stay with you uh, for years, it can be sometimes for some people for a, a lifetime. And what you, the question was, what if if you see something if it's, it's still there, or if you experience the same thing when you're not taking them? Well, um, I would say that in my case, anyway, uh, I, uh, I it's not as clear, but it's definitely there, and it's I wouldn't say it's a vision. I would say more of a presence, and um, um, I'm, I'm a bit, I, I can ask this to Richard, sorry I'm driving so I'm a bit uh, absent-minded, uh, I can ask Richard this, uh,
0: concentrate on the driving, Alex, eyes front, <laughs>
5: Yeah, you always have these when I'm driving home from work, so it's a bit, um, do you think I don't. I don't have an opinion on this, so I'm just. Uh, I'm always uh, playing devil's advocate with myself. But I'm I think you have to. Yeah, I'm wondering if the DMT is is more of a technical, mechanical. I mean, even though it might seem spiritual, and and when you take it, and that's because it's so amazing. But maybe it's just like the nuts and bolts, and what you really need is the. uh, like the uh, with the ayahuasca, the ibogo, the mushrooms, you have more of like uh, a living creature, uh, a more real spirit, I I guess you could say. The reason I'm thinking this is because of those indigenous, uh, different indigenous cultures in the Amazon that doesn't add DMT or very little DMT to their brew, and the closer you get to the gringo retreats, the higher the increase of DMT. Um, so I'm thinking like, well, it's it's just the fireworks. And the actual core message or the actual voice of intelligence that you can hear is not coming from the DMT. The DMT is more like the, uh, the thing to get your attention, but the secret is elsewhere. Uh, what do you think?
1: No, I think that's a valid point. I think that's a valid point. But again, I think the jury's out. Um, I think that, I mean, cracky, we're, (laughs) we've got Elon Musk sending people to the moon in a couple of years, uh, to Mars a couple of years thereafter. I mean, we're, we're, we're so blown away with nuts and bolts technology and what we're doing. And I, I, I'm, I'm taking nothing away. I'm taking nothing away from that. Um, but I don't think that the nuts and bolts of what we see as reality is, 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 the defining answer to what everything's about. You know, I think there's, I think there's something more. Um, and I understand what you're saying with regards to the gringos going to the jungle and expecting the, the, the proverbial DMT elves that, 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 that um, McKenna will talk about. You go in there with the, the preambled psyche, you know, with a mentality, I'm going to see this, I'm going to see that. Um, yeah, it's 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 very it's a hard it's a hard point of view to traverse but I think that as as scientifically savvy as we are in the 21st century I I I I think we're we're most definitely in our infancy with regards to DMT and the all encompassing otherworldly um, phenomenon that DMT, or at least a breakthrough experience, will give you. Um,
0: it also think, depends on biochemistry of the person and also the cultures because of how DNA has changed throughout evolution.
1: Indeed, indeed, indeed. But again, if it, 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 it's not like, um, let's say, LSD. Uh, f- for instance, if you, if, if you introduce LSD past the blood brain barrier, you're going to have an experience that isn't necessarily going to marry up to the guy that's taking it next to you. Um, for argument's sake as well, LSD, it isn't endogenous. The brain and the body doesn't produce it naturally, although it produces DMT naturally. Why? Nobody knows. Nobody can answer that. I wish I could answer that. I wish I had the answers. And there's a lot of people that wish they did.
0: Um, Trent has the answer.
1: Far away Trent. Trent.
0: Baloney. I have no answers. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> Only massive amounts of questions.
0: That's not sure. the way. When I've built you up so well, you come in <laughs> like that.
6: Don't build me up as having any answers. I'm, I'm just a question asker. I uh, find all this amazingly fascinating. Is it my turn for a question?
1: Yeah, please, fire away. Um,
6: so my first question is uh only because I heard you say earlier that the spirit in the sky was four times as long originally. Uh is there do you have any thoughts or plans to at some point publish any of that or just share it cuz I I I would spend whatever on more uh, and I understand the the reality of of the economy of selling books that you had to cut it down. But do you have any interest in ever putting the whole thing out there? Um,
1: <laughs> what a great question! I've never even thought about that. Um, you need to take a poll with
0: people while you're in the room. You need to find <laughs> out <laughs> while you got people I don't listening. know
6: that it's it's worth it, perhaps. But there's those of us that love more.
1: No, um, no, I sell I, it. I, don't don't degrade it. Just say yes. No, I I genuinely appreciate that I really do, um, but I, I I also believe that the the bits that I've shaved off the sides the <laughs> almost yeah yeah well it, it, there's I mean how much chaff is there with regards <laughs> to ancient mythology when it plays hand in hand with scientific studies the the, the 21st century I mean. It, well, I'll go back to Laird Scranton, and I, I implore everybody that's listening to this conversation this evening to 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 really tune in to, to what Laird's going to be talking about on Thursday, because the the guy certainly made me sit up straight up in my chair and think, "Holy, holy shit!" There's there's more, and I and I say this in a lot of tweets, but there's there's a lot more to the myths than meets the eye, you know. Um, yeah, why why? Why create myths? I mean, it, there has to be a certain profundity to it in order for for for, for a myth to grow legs and and land and and, and sorry and and stand a test of time, you know. Um, or otherwise, why bother? Otherwise, why bother? Um, yeah. You know, so,
6: my other question for you uh, on that uh, kind of goes to that is. We we write we tend to write stories you know we we write our stories on the sky when that was the way we wrote stories we wrote our stories on the land when that's all we had once we had words we wrote our stories there, and we're just writing stories all over the place, and you mentioned Elon and technology and how now we're just doing that just as just as early humans may have wrote their stories in the sky or wrote their stories on the earth or. Wrote them down and handed them to each other. Do you think technology is a way where we may be writing this story? And that you know, DMT and the the presence of these chemicals and the presence of the parts of our brain that all of this seems to tie in. Do you think that might just show up in some of this technology? Not even, but that's. I guess that's my question: is Do you think it was all intentional, or do you think this just came out because human experiences come out and get written into stories?
1: No, I think that there's there's definitely a methodology behind the particular um, mythologies that that I that I myself write about. Um, I think the problem today is because yeah, because, well, it, it, I say today, even just even the past 100, 150 years, um, due to the advent of of electricity. And pushing technology where where we are today, we don't. We, we no one's looking up anymore. You know, the, you, you can't see the 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 stories in the sky. You can't see the constellations. You know, everyone's kind of walking around taking care of their own. Yeah, their own, their own, their own shit. <laughs> Excuse my language. Um, okay, next we, time we, you do that,
0: I've <laughs> told you about language. No, it's rule it one this time, Paul. And more, yes, and, I know you get a gold star.
1: <laughs> and, and more power to everyone cracking on and doing what they're doing to to get their own experience in the in this short existence as as a mayfly uh, as it is for us in this in this short lifetime, you know. But nobody's looking up anymore. Nobody's paying attention to, to to mythologies. No one's paying attention to the stories that are written in the stars. Why were they written in the stars? What? Because across yeah, the
6: world, I'm, we could all see them. No matter indeed. where you were, the stories were up there, and they're still up there. We just have to Precisely. turn the damn lights.
1: Precisely. And just like, um, just like the modern movies of today, the names may have been changed to protect the innocent, X, Y, Z. You know how it goes <laughs> with the movies. But fundamentally, the stories are still the same. You know? There's – I mean, you've <laughs> – You've picked a great little scene here, Trent. You really have. And I'd love to elaborate a little bit more, but until I've published my next writing, there's, I mean, I'm I'm bursting at the scene to talk about <laughs> cer- certain things here with regards to the the advance of my hypothesis and where I think this could possibly go. But until it's published, unfortunately, I'm I'm somewhat hesitant to discuss it in the public domain at the minute. But, but you're well, spot on there's so
6: much I'm on the edge of my <laughs> seat I'm waiting I'm stoked and I guess I'll close just saying thank you the as above so below I've heard so many times and I since I was a little kid that's a saying that I've heard thrown around so haphazardly but like after reading Spirit in the Sky that that phrase just hits me and every time I see something that I I'm I get stumped by or have a slam and face first into a paradox. The thing that I come back to is as above, so below, look above this, look below this. How does this work itself on the large to the small scale? And that it was, it's so, it's such a fun tool. So thank you for like bringing it to life for me. I appreciate yeah, that
1: the, the trend. Thank you so much for the support. It really does mean the world. I mean, again, with, without people like yourself and the listeners that are tuning in as well, without people that are actually buying the books, I mean, my writing, it it it, it literally goes nowhere, you know? So I, I, yeah, I, I tip my hat and thank you all for the support. Thank you so much.
0: Now I have to say that we've got people who want to ask questions, but we've got people in here who are got the speaker mic and I need to drop some of them down. Obviously we got Centered awareness. would like to say something, but those who don't actually want to speak anymore, please can you disconnect yourself or try and let us disconnect you? so that we can get the people in?
7: Paul, you can
6: take me, though. Thanks.
0: Uh, Okay. Thank you very much. Let's see if you disappear.
6: I ate up a bunch of time, too. Feel free to drop me as well for now, and I'll chime back in if I have more.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much for that. All right. Now, let's see. Greybeard, have you got in there? Now, Centered Awareness wanted to say something.
8: Um, yeah, just a quick question to Richard before I go, um, and I, I really hope my question doesn't offend anyone. Uh, let's you know, let's keep an open mind. This is purely just this question is out of my curiosity.
0: I am and... now very, very scared. What are you going to say? <laughs>
8: um, just in regards to when you were saying uh, myths, like you know, somebody's worked it all out and they've created myths in regards to the stories that are going on in the stars and things like that, when it comes to uh story, like I'm not a religious person, I'm, I'm more of a spiritual person. Um, but when it comes to stories, say about Jesus, what would you say? Would you say that he was part of the, the, the mythology as well that was created or cause I'm that that's one struggle I'm having, like,
1: was he real wasn't he real um, yeah no great question um, and I like to think that I, I address that in deities myth and tryptamines um, via the ongoing research of ex pastor and researcher Bill Donahue and I if you're if you're not privy to the research of Bill Donahue he's got um, Quite, he's got an outdated website, admittedly, but the the yeah the the underlying information that's on there um he has a YouTube channel as well uh under hidden meanings hiddenmeanings.com um yeah I think the <sighs> Yeah, again, it's not my it's not my, it's not not my, my place to offend and this, that, and the other, but I think that... I know, it's a hard uh,
8: question. To, like, I didn't want to ask the question without uh, offending no, anyone. No, sure, so sure. the answer might be a bit tricky as well without offending anyone. So, <laughs> and it's I'll... an overall rule, people. Please don't get offended. This is an open discussion. Let's keep an open mind.
0: You we know, know that we certainly. have very much conversations here are thoughtful ones to just figure out things. By the way... Uh, Cosmic Absolutely. librarian Darlene is also listening in, and she was saying that nature has to be part of things rather than just machine kind of related bit, which is true. So continue centered awareness because obviously we've got white beard and also natural born alchemist there as well.
1: Well, I, with regards to, um, I, I don't know if you've read Deities, Myth, and Triptomines, but in that, I think the underlying association with um, Jesus and my standpoint, um, I yeah, I, I I genuinely believe that it's a reworked mythology from um ancient Greece, from Dionysus, um yeah. which is borrowed again from Osiris, which is borrowed again from Zeus, which is I mean it's just kind of nice it's like,
8: well.
1: it, it, uh, <laughs> it's like yeah.
8: every, before before them even as well,
1: yeah. Yeah, and I think that... <laughs> I think that the underlying story. I mean, I, I, I'm very explicit in DMT: Deities, Myth, and Triptamines, I mean, the the latest publication. Um, whereby, I uh, what's the best way to put this? I think.
0: Again, I, was just I think.
1: Say, that, sorry, no, the I, best
0: way to put it is: it's a fantastic book for the biomechanical imprint of how brain structures are, and if you're fascinated by fascinated by neurology it's something that you'd want to read myself i was really fascinated with it because of obviously head injuries everything else blah 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 and it only took me less than a day to read in two sittings with doing everything else because you just want to go back and look at it more and there is so much to go back and pilfer through because it crosses so many different religions doesn't it richard
1: no un- undoubtedly and, and they all appear to be singing from the same proverbial hymn sheet you know um again there's <laughs> i was just saying to trent a moment ago i mean there's 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 something that i could say that i wish i could say i wish i had this next publication out there at the moment and then i could wax lyrical about my new findings which kind of almost you can always highlight come back. and highlight yeah there's no doubt i'll be doing that and i thank you for the invitation um But to cut a very long story short, prior to my own investigations and research into um, ancient religion, ancient mythology, um, brain, biology. uh, If someone had said to me 10 years ago that I'd be studying brain um, neurology uh, and the like, I'd have laughed. I mean, I I had no interest whatsoever, like almost zero, less than zero. Um, And the same could be said for the Bible, for... For almost 30 years of my life, I thought that the Bible, and I'm sorry, whoever I'm offending out there, um, I I thought it was just brainwashing material for people that couldn't think for themselves. And I I hate to say it, but yeah, I just thought, literally, where's your heads at? Come on, this makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. Um, But again, going back to the research of Bill Donahue, and uh, admittedly, from my perspective, he's not 100% correct 100% at a time, but he's damn close. He's damn close. Can you tell them the
0: YouTube actual channel he's got because that's where you were finding a really decent amount of information, weren't you? Oh,
1: sure. If you just type into um, the Google search engine, Bill Donahue, um That's a standard
0: get... spelling, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it's a standard spelling, and it'll be under um, Bill Donahue Hidden Meanings. Uh, if you, even if you type that into, if you type "build on a hue and hidden meanings" into the search engine on on um, on Google, you can't go wrong. It's going to steer you in the right direction. Um,
0: Obviously, you've got I these love- questions lined up here, and I know you you said you have got short time, so I don't know how quickly you want me to get these people in front of you.
1: Well, I, I'll i just finish what I'm saying. I'll answer a couple more questions before I make a move. But um, I want to make
0: sure that you are running over time, so that's good. No, no,
1: I do. It. I do appreciate that. But just with regards to me saying that the Bible was just basically fit for no brainers and brainwashing material and the easily led and easily fooled. And I apologize. Yeah, I apologize outright for having that that standpoint initially um, for, for, for much of my life. But as I say, after being introduced to the biomechanics of the human brain, which I started to study after digesting a number uh, uh, of lectures um and such from bill Donahue, i I realized that i couldn't be further from the truth you know in my opinion and many people's opinion now that i've spoken to when i when i talk about this sort of stuff it appears that the underlying message of the bible is is actually other than just 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 basically be like just just be nice, (laughs) which is its underlying message other than its focal message. God is light. Light is the most significant message and underlying, um, yeah. uh, Underlying point of view that the Bible is trying to get across. Everything, everything is related to light. And that's what the ancient Egyptian mythologies are talking about. Everyone's a God of light, you know? Um, but it appears that the Bible is now basically a metaphorical and a metaphorical is the, is key here. You know, um, the Bible states on a number of occasions throughout the Bible, it can't be more explicit in saying these are dark sayings of old. Everything that Jesus said was said in allegory. These are the riddles of the wise, you know, don't take it at face value. Yeah. Um, people don't walk on water. Yeah. Horses don't fly. Um, you know, miracles don't happen. You know, it's everything has an allegorical alternative meaning that has scientific understanding, which can be backed up. Uh, and and my mind was literally blown when I I mean I, I, I cite Bill Donahue on numerous occasions um, in DMT Deities, Myth and Trips I mean, whether it's the myth of Pegasus, Poseidon, Medusa. Um, I was, yeah, I was, I was a fan of the myths when I was a kid, you know, watching Perseus slay Medusa and Pegasus bursting out of, um, Medusa's head. Um, I absolutely loved it. Clash of the Titans. It was brilliant, but what did it mean? It meant nothing to me. And then I was introduced to a whole new world through, as I say, ex-pastor Bill Donahue, whereby I realized that the Bible was, was written as a fundamental template for the biomechanics of the human brain and beyond um and it's still i mean yeah i'm excited to talk about it but i mean realistically we'd need a couple of days to finish the podcast (laughs) just talking about just talking about the bible itself but the bible for want of a better description is is almost taken word for word, albeit the names have been changed to protect the innocent, as I was saying earlier on with regards to the movies and bits and pieces. it's all ancient Egyptian mythology, even the Bible states as much. It's out of Egypt I called my son
0: and you know us, we do most of our conversations in less than five minutes. indeed <laughs>
8: Ignore him. <laughs>
0: So, do you want to get Whitebeard up then, obviously, Alex and then Sam? Is there anybody else who wants to raise their hand? Because I just want to make sure that we don't miss anyone.
1: Yeah, we'll have to disappear in 10 minutes, so.
8: Yeah, I've got to go too. I need to start getting ready for work.
0: Well, thank you very Um, much for coming along and joining us on this six-month anniversary of so many good topics that we've gone through and so many good conversations. Ciao,
8: everybody. It was great seeing some um, regular faces and, and obviously some new ones. Happy six-month anniversary, Perceptions Today community, and uh, love you all. And hope to see you again next week. Bye. See Thank
1: you thanks. so much, Melissa. It's been an absolute pleasure, and obviously we'll um, we'll do this again and revisit the, the same hypothesis where we can really get in depth when we talk about the the star names of the constellations and what yeah the the ancient allegories, let's say, and the meaning with regards to 21st century science, because somebody needs something somewhere, um, somewhere. and yeah. it's, all, it's all been documented in, in, in myth for us um, for today. So thank you again, Melissa.
8: And no, well, Richard, thank you so much for, for coming along as well. And I was, I was thinking I was going to speak to Paul after this session to do another session with you as well, focusing more on um, what might based around my question, because it was a very good answer and i love to get deeper into that but just a bit short we
0: could time. do a yeah. split one where we could do you know yeah. two on one side gap and then do another one like we do with anthony peak and other people
1: yeah that'd yeah, be that'd an absolute is... pleasure
8: that, that's a great idea
0: um All before right, we well, get <laughs> these pauses are always good <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to see you leave i was going to say cosmic <laughs> librarian says bingo to yourself richard so, you know, right on the money, she means not that you've just scored a decent line by we're playing uh, consciousness bingo because I've issued out all these little leaflets beforehand that you have to strike through every time you mention a word on the Bible.
1: <laughs> It'll become a drinking game before long.
0: Oh, that'd be a dangerous one. Right. So, see you soon, obviously centered. Oh, Thursday, if you're coming.
8: Um, yeah, so that'll be my Friday, your win your Thursday is my Friday, yeah?
0: Yes, yeah, if you take the invitation, it will tell you the right times in the Zoom.
8: Okay. Invitation. Oh, perfect. Alright, bye everyone. Bye Paul, bye Richard and I'll speak Thank to you, so you much. soon.
1: Speak to you soon. Okay, Did Whitebeard have a question before I leave?
0: White Beard, and then Alex and then I don't think Sam just bounced her out Some.
9: Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got a multi-question for you. Richard, that's that all ties into one. So, so just as you were saying, uh, you, with the metaphors and the egregores of mythology and ancient religions, um, it starts to become clear that our ancient ancestors had a great deal of understanding of DMT, um, almost as like a key. A- and and to me, when they speak of like death, it's almost like they don't mean literal death, but but the DMT, like like when you die, like in a near death experience, and, and like the rebirth. So, um, my questions are: How much? do you think they actually understood, uh, you know, if it, you know, obviously understood more than we do now, that's apparent to me, but did they have a great more deal of understanding? And if they did, where's your speculation on where that knowledge went? And the lastly, what's your speculation and opinion on the new metaverse and VR and how that may restrict our use of DMT and maybe exploring that key of rebirth. Okay. So
1: the, The last part of that question, I would actually say I am not versed enough um, regarding the Meta-Universe to even comment. Uh, I I genuinely wouldn't know what to say. I really wouldn't. Um, Sorry, what was the the original question with regards to the Ancients and DMT?
9: Just um, how much you feel they actually did know. Did they have a well-grounded understanding or... And if they did, where where do you speculate that knowledge went?
1: Um, I think it all went west with what happened um, at the end of the the Younger Dryas, which the likes of Carlson and Hancock talk about now with regards to a celestial bombardment and the the, the potential fallout of civilization. Um, Whether whether our ancients understood the nature of DMT 100% and more, um, yeah, the jury will always be out, but I, I genuinely understand and th- and, and, and believe um, that they knew enough with regards to the human experience to realize its profundity, um, to to basically infuse it into mythological allegory um, and, and the zeitgeist of, of a globally connected civilization whether that goes against the grain of mainstream thinking or not, I I really don't care. I think it's, I think it's an absolute no brainer now when you start to look at the, the cosmologies, the construction techniques, the mythologies, um, and, and and everything else. I mean, we touched on the Jesus mythology. Um, and it's, it's very easy. It's, 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 it's unbelievably easy to link Jesus with Zeus, with Dionysus, with Osiris, with our moon. I mean, the list goes on, you know, um, and they're all gods of light. I think light has a lot to do with, well, without light, there's there's almost no life on earth. But I think light and the interaction of light um, and DMT, I think somebody somewhere definitely had some understanding of the nuts and bolts of what we call consensus reality and maybe, maybe beyond. Um, and I think that they've imparted this knowledge to, yeah, to, to a civilization that's scientifically adept, albeit got the blinkers on, don't want to listen, mainstream, you're pseudoscientist, you're full of crap. I don't care what they say. They're not looking at the entire argument, you know, um, it's. How's the best way to describe it? It's like if you get if you get diagnosed with cancer, you want a second opinion, third opinion, fourth opinion. You've got cancer all the way across the board. Why is that? Because they're all doctors that have gone to the same school of doctorate. You know, they've all got the same idea on on, on what a crack is. You know, they're not looking outside the box. I'm not comparing this to um, to cancer at all. I'm just saying it's. That there's, there's blinkers on, there's a trail of thought and, and they won't be moved, you know, and I think Graham Hancock tweeted recently um, regarding um, closed minds and and, and and things like that. It's, there's, there's too many closed minds that are out there and I think it's time for us to just look outside the box a little. Um, I'm not saying that we're all going to be correct. I'm not saying we're all going to be correct at all. But, the way documented history is at the moment, and I'd love to go into the allegory that I talk about in the book about civili- a lot, about human civilization being 50 lifetimes long, but it's a little bit long-winded, but there's there's definitely more to the myth than meets the eye, considering that anatomical human beings have been ambling around the plains of the earth for over 300,000 years, and we've only got a documented history of human civilization for for the past 5,000. I mean... What were we doing? What, literally, what were we doing for the other 295,000 years? You know, it's it beggars belief. It's to, 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 to say that, to, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that we were, were building rockets and exploring Mars and this, that, and the other um, 10, 20, 30,000 years ago. I'm not saying we were technologically evolved with regards to nuts and bolts, travel, and the car, and the combustion engine, and XYZ. Spiritually, astute and and, and naturally adept with regards to what we're about and what plants are about and how we can interact and commune with possible plant life and entities that might albeit exist therein with regards to an immaterial reality. Cosmic Um, certain Cosmic serpent, there you go. I mean, Nabi. I'm, I'm, I'm quoting Jeremy Nabi and The cosmic serpent um, in my next book. And I, and again, and also, I'm,
0: so I'm, I was going to uh, say Monaco Gagliano and also Stefano Mariniu, yeah. the scientist, and also obviously she's a scientist as well, botanist. So there's everyone's got kind of connection points to it.
1: Absolutely, everybody in this kind of field of research holds a proverbial piece to the prehistoric puzzle. Um, From my experience, it's unfortunate that not many people, um, you've got the Hancocks of the world again. I keep reverting to, to the Hancocks of the world, but they, they're doing a, they're doing a tremendous job, a wonderful job. And there's a lot of them that bark on about how scientists don't want to all play together and this, that and the other. But you, what you will find and what I've found extremely frustrating recently is that a lot of the, the alternative researchers as well, protecting their own little thing they don't want outsiders to, to kind of penetrate that inner circle and they don't they don't want to share the the proverbial puzzle pieces with everybody else as well to find that perfect picture which is such a shame it's such a shame because I think that the the Hancocks the Scrantons the Freddie silvers um, yeah there's I mean there's a list of, longer than my arm you know of alternative researchers that are genuinely on the money. Not a hundred percent of the time, admittedly. And I'm sure I'm not completely a hundred percent right. And I know that my methodology and my, my trail of thought and my research may in fact change over time. Everything does, you know. Um, but I think it's time that everyone everyone play together, you know, sort of just 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 disassemble the walls and said, look. Welcome in, welcome in let, let's, let, let's let's see what this picture looks like. you know let's get rid of, let's get rid of some of the rubbish, some of the stuff that doesn't make sense, but the stuff that does make sense, let's play it together let's let, let's let's find out what's happened um, in a bygone age, prehistory. Let's find out where we could be um, or, or, or where, we, where we're headed, you know I mean, you look at what's going on in the world at the moment. It's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. No one's talking. No one wants to talk, and it's really, really, really scary. um And it's only going to take one lunatic to press a button, and that's it. It's game over for everyone. I want to find out what's next, if there is something next, and my research and other people's no, research No, not that way. Something... Do not
0: just ask for the buttons to be pressed so you can get to find out what's next. Just
1: no, exactly. But what about <laughs> all 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 the un- Just to get to the next page. <laughs> All I'm saying, all I'm saying here, Paul, is it, it's just time. It, it's time that everyone stop protecting their own little niche kind of. nope, this is mine. This is mine. Don't get involved. Don't. No. Well, actually, your research is linked to my research. Is relinked to the next man's research and the next woman's research. Actually, all of this would make sense if we all started talking together instead of protecting our own little niche and just doing what we're doing for ourselves, you know? Um,
0: well, the other thing is you're getting people like musicians, obviously scientists, you're getting experiences, you're getting authors, you're getting artists, all kind of coming along now and finding groups like these that we're in and they're finding puzzle pieces and they're just finding those groups to extend into to see if you can match one of your pieces that you've been handed and see if they got one in that environment
1: entirely entirely and, and as i say everyone's got a piece of the puzzle um some might not fit perfectly some might fit a little bit later on down the line who knows but again don't throw the baby out with a bathwater and a of this stuff because um, someone somewhere quite clearly knows something and i think a lot of people are going to learn a lot of things with regards to um 21st century science ancient mythology um and, and 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 religion as well. When when the likes of Led Scranton starts waxing lyrical about who the dogan are and the information that they appear to be not well, appear to be they are privy to it's it's yeah it's non negotiable absolutely non negotiable. But where did they get this? Well, that's another story. <laughs> that's another story. But they seem to be almost not out of sight, but they're, they're certainly ahead of the current curve that we're on at the moment in twenty first century and it's, it's it's extremely frustrating
0: I think a lot of researchers are finding that as well that as you said it's a little bit difficult to break into areas on when you are it's not ridicule is it it's kind of just what could happen next instead of going okay let's try and figure something else out and put it over there and come back to it later or we should investigate this more
1: Sure, sure. There's, um, I've had trouser thoughts about different, all all, all all sorts of things in the past. Um, I I thought uh, Christopher Dunn's wireless, uh, excuse me, wireless electromagnetic energy tower via uh, the Giza Plateau and the Great Pyramid of Egypt, it held a lot of water uh, 10 years ago, which is why I wrote Devolution Cycle, which is loosely based upon, as I said earlier, one in the conversation, um, ancient anomalies, modern day science. Um, and Tesla's technology it's uh it's i still feel it's a, a a great a great story that that i've written um but it that is. said as well that said and thank you Paul but that said as well my mind has has changed since it's it's not something that yeah it's not something that i yeah i'd back my life on at the moment and again without yeah <laughs> Without over-elaborating too much, I'm kind of chomping at the bit to say something. But my, don't my anything, research... because
0: Krista's got something, and we can keep you quiet that way by letting Krista ask
1: <laughs> <or the> question. <laughs> Please do It won't be long until this next book out, so, yeah, it'll be a matter of trying to shut me up then, but <laughs> fire, fire away, Krista, before I leave. Uh...
0: Hang on. Your audio is a bit strange at the moment. Not you, Krista, but obviously RN. I don't know if you're coming backwards or forwards on your mic or not. Are you on a headset or what's... No, no,
1: no, it's just, on, it's just in my head.
0: Maybe it's just the environment. Continue, Krista. Well,
7: uh, thanks, uh, Richard, for this. This is um, this has been great. I was really looking forward to this talk and not disappointed. Uh, and I, I really, I just wanted to echo your sentiment of wanting to share um, people's research. Um, and I and I get why some people might be protective of it because it is kind of an outlier. For if they're coming from a scientific background, this kind of research. Is um, you you can close a lot of doors if you expose yourself to doing this kind of research, but you know as someone that studies plants, you see biomimicry, you see things that are repeated in the own human body with the plants that are grown, and I see that biomimicry also, um, you know, repeated in my you know my familiar spaces. Uh, the dream world and looking at dream mythology, but that is repeated in other mythologies. It's repeated in stories. It's repeated in artwork, and what what comes to me from all this is just weaving. It's you know each of us is here to kind of play our part in the tapestry of connecting information together. And and you wanting people to share their research is just that to me. It's if we want to have a greater understanding of something in, endogenous to our own body and our own earth would it in and we're keep coming up to roadblocks of connecting the pieces together. It is really vital for people to share their information so that you can connect these pieces. Um, and I, I'm, I'm really glad that you're doing the work. And um, I haven't read your book, but I'll but I'll order it and read it um but yeah i just i wanted to to say that that what what comes up to me a lot is just weaving this information together and it's apropos that this is the six-month anniversary of this space because this space in itself is a weaving of a lot of really great and sometimes really off-the-wall information but it's always been kind of a joy to to put together because it leads us down tangents that maybe we didn't expect that we would go so um, that's all thank you so much
1: Thank you. That's um, yeah. I think you've you've summed it up admirably. I really do. You, you, in all due respect, you probably hold a piece of that proverbial puzzle yourself. You know. Um, and again, you just thank you everyone for listening. Again, thank you, Paul, for the time because again, you're creating. Yeah, you're creating a community that can be hard. It's a niche community, you know. It can be hard to find air quote the others. <laughs> um, but you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. I find that with conversations, whether I'm part of the conversation, whether I'm just listening, I'm always learning. I'm always learning. Um, And I thank everyone for that. Uh, Yeah, I thank everyone for listening today. And yeah, thank you so much for the support. And I look forward to doing this again. Thank you all so much.
0: Well, thank you very much for all the comments, because it is the community. And if it isn't people coming and sharing and putting the information in for us, we wouldn't grow as much. And we've learned so much within the last six months and more with everything we've done. And even, as I've said to people before, when I do the podcast review, say the, it's a four-hour one, I always listen to it almost three times. You know, I do it once when I sit sitting here and I learn something. Then when I'm editing, I start hearing more and then I re-go over it again before uploading just to see whether there's anything missing. But I'm never kind of going, ah, oh, bored with this, I must switch it off. So it's nice to <laughs> know that all the stuff that we're getting here and hopefully it's resonating with others because the more people that show us that it's resonating, whether it be subscribing on, say, YouTube and liking comments or leaving comments or the podcast on different directions or people coming over to you and buying your books and doing that and leaving reviews on Amazon or other places, that's the kind of feedback you need.
1: Undoubtedly, 100%. Um, And again, it's, it's opportunities like this when people turn up and, and, and show willing to, yeah, just to be part of the conversation, you know, it inspires me to, to, to do what I'm doing. You know, there's, for, yeah, for writers of all walks of life. I'm, I'm sure it happens to everyone. Um, you can get bummed out sometimes and think, man, sounds aren't this, that, and the other, or the interaction on Twitter isn't as good as maybe it should be. Maybe for some reason, I don't know why this video didn't work as much, my YouTube channel as much as the other one. It's a shame because that one had more substance to it than the one that's really run away. Um, but it's conversations like this that that just inspire me yeah, just to keep plugging away and, and 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 researching and writing what I'm writing so yeah and again thank it's you so much.
0: taking time out of their day when they don't have to be within say um, drag here they've come here off their own volition which is fantastic
1: oh entirely and I do appreciate the the time zones across the world as well people getting ready for work people being at work people driving people just chilling out you know it's um no it's wonderful um, so again Paul I tip my hat yourself for, for for creating a community. Um, You've pulled me into this. I, look, I know, I know, <laughs> I pushed you, I did push you, but I said that if you build yeah, the this, people they will come and, yeah. and, and here we are, and here we are, but listen, we'll, um, we'll talk again later on Paul as well and we'll, we'll make sure that we, we um, pencil this in for another time so we can really go into the nuts and bolts about star names and mythologies and this, that and the other because we've We've barely even touched the tip of the iceberg over the past couple of hours as well. Oh, There's so much we can talk about! We. So,
0: does yeah, anybody we'll, want we'll to say goodbye this to this man before I give him the final push out the door?
3: <laughs> <laughs> goodbye.
7: <laughs> Thank you. Bye.
1: Thank you all so much. The 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 yeah the support is is very 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 much appreciated. And and stay safe, everyone.
0: Just thank you very much for giving up your time and obviously coming to play in our sandbox. And uh oh, Trent just wants to say something because he just wants to obviously
6: Richard, thank you so much. This is so awesome.
0: Trent, do you think you want to have him on your uh, continuing the conversation um, podcast? You your audio's him. a bit off. Oh, Trent, your yeah. audio's a bit squelchy. Yeah. Try again.
6: Uh, absolutely richard you ever have time and want to talk to a bunch of uh crazy uh hippies that swear a lot more than the folks in here we would love to have you
1: yeah man listen we'll um we'll definitely do that again we tried once but i um i yeah i i've got a new phone since as well so i need to reinstall a number of apps and that as well so if you put that invitation out there we definitely join the conversation buddy
6: sounds great thanks so much for your time today brother
1: Thank you so much for joining us. It's much appreciated. and Thank you, everyone, again.
0: And thank you very much. We're going to probably keep the room open for another half hour, depending on where the conversation goes. So if people want to stick around and chat on the topics that what Richard's brought up or any other ones, then feel free.
1: No, fabulous. Please do, because it would be intriguing for me to look back on, yeah, what you guys talk about when I'm not in the room. It's always easier to talk about something when I'm not there. <laughs> Or be it good or bad. Do what you want. It's great. I appreciate the support, guys. But um, we'll do this again and I'll speak soon. Take care.
0: Definitely. Get some ice pack for your ears because they are going to be burning. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Paul. Take care. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. So, again, we've now got open slots for if you want to talk or not. I'm just looking at the options and what we've got going on here, which is good, making sure I don't miss anyone that's raised their hand. So, what did you like from the conversational topics? Again, you'd have to raise your hand to let me know. Okay, Myron.
3: Yeah what what I liked was um, how many people I mean are exploring these these areas of the of the brain and of the mind that are that are that have been really ignored um it it i know it's considered pseudoscience you know i mean after all i'm on the i'm on the board with 25 neurologists and they would think what we were just saying is nonsense but that's their problem and uh it's it's
0: To help our research and understanding, leave Perceptions Today's podcast reviews, subscribe to the podcast, along with the other social media accounts and share. Come join our live events, that way we can get together and have thoughtful discussions along with advancing our understanding of concepts as we go along.